The tourism sector in the Northwest is industry-led with some assistance from government. Delegates at the workshop raised some of the issues they grapple with after the lockdown. Justina Leroux owns a guest house at Schweizerenecke. She had to close down one of her businesses. I will like government and I've got the increase that I have to pay at the, at the end of the month. Now, if I don't have money to pay these people, really, really stressed like now, I don't have money to pay them. Marketing their businesses during the pandemic is also critical. We really need opportunities to really market our businesses so that we increase sales and we make sure that the people actually experience our attractions that we have in the province. We need uh, support from the government by finding us if they can, or, or we can get the marketing so that we can get customers. The Northwest Deputy Chairperson of Women in Tourism, Kosi Chobeka, encouraged industry players to get vaccinated. Let's encourage our women, our men, our product owners, our tour guides, everybody in the Northwest to vaccinate, guys, because the more uh, population that we have that is vaccinated, the more confidence our industry or travelers will have in our industry. And the more we're going to have an advantage that um, the country would not close down. MEC for the Department of Economic Development, Environment and Tourism, Kenezu Musenuri, says business owners and government must work together towards economic recovery. The recovery process, it's not just a burden on government, it's a burden on all of us. Because it's not government that must recover, it's the entire economy that must recover. Inclusive growth means all of us must benefit in terms of the tourism value chain. It creates opportunities that can be shared equally amongst us and there can be job opportunities that are created. Musenuhi also encouraged business owners to apply for the Tourism Equity Fund. I meet Melen Khajani in Swaizarenike. Remind, of course, that we are now slab bang into Tourism Month for the month of September. But for more, we are joined on the line by lecturer of tourism at the Twani University of Technology, Dr. Unati Hennama. Doc, good morning and welcome back to the show. Good morning, sir, and good morning to all the listeners. If, if, you, if you will, just a, a quick snapshot of the well-being or dire straits that the tourism industry is in as we speak. Uh, the tourism industry before lockdown was um, 2.9% of GDP. It was the second largest employer after mining, bigger than agriculture. And whenever tourism grows, uh, you always find that the number of people that can produce food in the agricultural sector grows. You find also construction is one of the bigger beneficiaries because we increase guest houses, we increase lodges, we do extensions, we do reservations. So it's a very, very important sector. Um, so when COVID happened, more than more than 80% of tourism could not operate, yeah. which actually means that if we go to December, this is actually the second December that the tourism industry would be going through um, um, a lockdown situation. As lockdown is eased, have we seen the commensurate increase in people either traveling into the country or traveling internally? Well... For, for a typical guest or for a typical business in tourism, but it's not the same. Mm. The vast majority of businesses are no longer doing conferences. Even the small conferences must be really very, very small because we are now using hybrid virtual conferences. You know, even government traveling has also been gone down and is a major sector of business travel. So the, te- the, the sector has not recovered, to be honest. So if I speak right now, not more than 40% of the tourism industry has recovered because of low right. demand and the changing dynamic of travel.
there, there's been support from government financially. Has it been enough? Well, looking at the fiscal situation in the country, what government provided is only what they could provide. You know, I think the only sustainable way for for, for, for total recovery is for once again to get the total numbers up. But again, we are also to blame in the tourism industry because we, we don't promote. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like the insight. We don't promote our businesses. You know, uh, I mean, we, don't, we are not on billboards, not anywhere. We are not on radio, not even on community radio stations. And then, how then can we remind people to consume us if we are not out there? Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing a, a growing call in South Africa at the moment for no vaccine, no entry into the workplace. Already, it appears to be the dispensation travel-wise. If that trend continues, what, what's that going to do to our tourism numbers? Because we're still on the list of many countries to not travel to or, or get travellers from. I agree we're on the travel list, not to travel to or from, but we have to be creative. I mean, if you look at um, Victoria Falls, in order for them to reignite the tourism industry, because they know that South Africa will always be behind, they said we'll offer people that arrive here vaccination mm-hmm. at a cost. I think it was like eighty US dollars, you know. Um, so we should be creative. Yes, we might be on the red list of other several European countries, but in many, many African uh, African countries, we're not on the red list. So why don't we offer the red carpet and say, guys, come to South Africa. If you arrive on South Africa, we'll give you the free vaccine after all. Let's be honest. In as much as vaccination is there in South Africa, there's also a high level of vaccine. Um, 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 people don't want to vaccinate. So instead of us allowing these vaccines to expire, why don't we offer them for visitors? Because let's be honest, South Africa trains a lot of a lot of surrounding countries here that come here for education, healthcare, and there are other forms of uh, uh, tourism. Yeah. So why don't we yeah. offer the vaccine to them? I, I and think then it, becomes easy, it becomes easier for them to come to our country. I think it's a fantastic idea. But lastly. Our health ministers hinted that we might have another family meeting soon. In in one sentence, if you were advising, if you were a voice in the ear of our president and our, and our tourism authorities and the NCC, what's the one thing that they should do for the tourism industry if we were to have a, a family meeting soon? Take a split level one. <laughs> we, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. Lecturer of tourism at the Twani University of Technology, Dr. Unati Hanama. Very incisive indeed.